Okay, welcome back, guys. It's been a long time. Season two! Welcome back to Team Seawalk on season two, boys! Season two, episode one! Season two, 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 Serious subjects. I'm bringing finance to the table. We're talking economics. We're talking the, the stocks. We're talking the stock market. We're talking businessmen. We're, we're talking, talking brief, coins. We're talking briefcases. All right. We're talking suit and tie. We're talking business. Even bow ties. Again. That's what I'm. <laughs> we're talking business twice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fuck that. Okay. Uh, so what are we talking about then? Today? Well, I got a couple of things in the agenda. Uh, let's start with just like, it's been a year since our uh, our last podcast publicly posted. We, yeah. recorded, we recorded two. One that went out for a while, subsequently taken down by powerful overlords at, at YouTube. Uh, Not. But and, uh, <laughs> and the other one, uh, well, I don't know if you can explain that, but... It taken was, down. I'm not allowed to be uploaded by another set of powerful overlords. It was too saucy. It's too salt. Yeah, it was too hot for TV. If we get to a thousand subscribers in the next three weeks, we'll upload it. <laughs> <laughs> or subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, uh, which you don't have. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything. But in the first ten minutes of that podcast, I was completely hundred percent naked. <laughs> I forgot about that. So maybe. Well, okay. Legitimate goal. What are we at now? Like 60, 60 subscribers or so? If we hit 100 70. after this... Yeah, 70. 70? Yeah. If we hit 100 after this podcast, we're going to release... Uh, Humal will set up an OnlyFans. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, Eric... let's have a joint joint OnlyFans. Yeah, exactly. Eric Andre just like launched yeah. his own OnlyFans. He just did, right? So, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll do a GMGT OnlyFans um, with some lewd pictures. Nude. Not, not for we, we won't do nude for... for uh, 100 subscribers, but we'll do loot. And then we might do nude for a thousand. <laughs> but, but we need some kind of shtick, you know, like every only. Well, uh, Nigel, you have a girlfriend, right? So. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Our stick could be like Nigel's a cup, right? <laughs> oh, oh, you guys are disgusting. Delete this. Edit out the moment. <laughs> uh, all right, seriously, though. Uh, back to the, the, the topic. Because we're. No, I'm joking. Uh... <laughs> Uh, let's catch up with everyone. So uh, I'll talk to you. Well, what's been going on for, since? Well, the last episode that's public right now is Christmas 2019 oh, Jesus. special. Oh my God. So, and then we have the best bits and a couple of the gaming videos, but no podcast since Christmas 2019. Jesus, well, a fucking lot oh, went yeah. happened since then. Uh, well, uh, I moved out. It happened uh, around February of 2020. Uh, and then uh, fucking lockdown happened. Uh, didn't really enjoy anything being living. In the and then country. you know you just ignored all the measures, obviously. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of <laughs> ignoring the measures, someone was throwing a Corona party. So uh, yeah, I was gonna bring this up. Right? So this may be irresponsible, but it, we, like, I mean, it wasn't. So like, that sounds like it was like you know height of all the cases and everything, right? This was like before we even went into yeah, lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now, it was two days before we went into lockdown. But, like, we still didn't know that it was, like, a serious issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we didn't. We didn't, yeah. 
Well, well, I can't tell that's like you were there. Like you guys both came as well. So you can't <laughs> yeah, fucking know. be on your high horse. Well, well, I, was, the problem. I got yeah. fucking. Well, like this was like at the very beginning. It didn't. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I don't think anyone thought it was very serious, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and actually, no one at that party got it then. Like no one at the party actually had it. Yeah, yeah. The, like people have got it since, but like way further away, right? Yeah. Well, I, uh, I I got sick and I wasn't able to come, so like that was my last chance at a party before mm-hmm. uh, before lockdown. Well, um, actually, in the Netherlands, there, there has been parties, like legally ones in the summer. In a sense, yes. I mean, we did do your like socially distanced birthday party in the back, and that was allowed at the time as well under the measures. So. Yeah, but then at the same time five people slept in one room but like i digress <laughs> well well yeah anyway it was pretty, I can we, did our, we did our best we did our best you, you... <laughs> i remember i remember yeah. this film anyway hey, mom, so you well you moved out you kind of moved out twice right yeah so i moved out to enschede which where we study uh, and then moved back to my parents house for like a couple of months in the summer and then i got accepted for an internship at guerrilla games makers of horizon zero dawn uh Sony, Sony, fucking party, first party studio, all that shit. Uh, so I moved to Amsterdam in in the same fucking year. And now he's broke. Which was, I mean, I was broke. <laughs> no, in financial fucking debt. Amsterdam is so fucking expensive, mate. It's unbelievable. Oh, mate. Whoa, is this new? Ooh, British. From British. Or is this lingo coming from you? Uh, fucking hell, mate. You're British. <laughs> British. British. Oh, and chips in it, mate. I make a fun of my... But which which uh, neighborhood, again, were you in Amsterdam? I was... Brooklyn. I was in Brooklyn. what... Uh, <laughs> what what, <laughs> what Akon uh, famously referred to as the ghetto... He uh, lived in the the red light district. Because <laughs> uh, it's like super cheap to rent a window, so he was like, "Fuck it, okay, I'll just rent a window I, and not open it, right?" I I lived in a the the I think it's called Southwest something. It's like the you live by the where I play. Like that's a good a reference for people. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's way like more of a a cheaper area, and even like there was it wasn't fucking cheap at all. Uh, but it was like 20 minutes by metro to like uh, Amsterdam center, so it was pretty cool. But I didn't get the chance to like enjoy it because like didn't even spend three weeks at Gorilla before the second wave happened, and then I started working from home again. And then when I saw that there is no fucking well, I was supposed to finish by at Gorilla at the office by January, but by November or even yeah. No, by October. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was changed. October, end of October, like we went into hard lockdown. And yeah, we've been yeah. like that ever since, right? So. End of October, I was like, fuck it, there's no, like, there's no hope in sight, so I'm just going to move out. But it didn't happen until like the end of November. Uh, moved back, still in my parents' house, now trying to move back to Enschede for, for the next year uh, before heading off to uh, greener pastures uh, after yeah. graduation. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been pretty much it. All right. Nice. Cool uh, I'll uh, try to think. Is there anything I want to ask you based on that? Uh, are you at liberty to talk a bit about Gorilla? Because we can hit, hit that later. Or I'm not sure if you're allowed to. Well, I can talk about some stuff. Um, All right. Let's hit back. Let's hit back. There. Let's let Nigel go, and I'll go, and then we can come back. Yeah. Uh, so with me, till twenty. Okay, from 2019 to here. What the fuck did I do? I actually didn't know. I didn't do anything remarkable. Well, there is one thing like you could say. I, like you probably can't go into too much detail about it, but you can for sure say like what you're doing. Oh, now. that I, that that I work currently. That I have an internship. 
Losers. <laughs> you guys are all unemployed. Well, you're going to make yourself sound like an idiot when you get, get some art or anything. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, other than that, there's really not, nothing else that happened. You were back in Bulgaria for a bit, right? Like, yeah, yeah, over, yeah. over Christmas? And, I moved. and summer as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stopped playing basketball. I went back to Bulgaria. Oh, like, that was like a little bit after the lockdown happened, mm -hmm. right? I went back to Bulgaria to take my chances, you know, chilled there for a bit. Nothing else, just worked from home, did some schoolwork. And yeah, I just came back. There's really nothing, to be honest. Yeah. I think a lot of people are in that boat, though, right? Like, pretty yeah, unremarkable year for most people, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel I mean, like 2020 was such, it's like one of those moments, like, you kind of just, when you try to remember what you did that year, you, you, you think to yourself, well, what did I do? You know, like, Literally nothing happened. I feel yeah, like it's been it's been so fucking hard that like I have a problem remembering life before the lockdown. Oh man. exactly. Man. Damn, I think yeah. let's catch up on that a bit later with the yeah, I have like a, a section for it, but yeah, that's, that's fucking that's crazy. Like Rob, do you actually remember that you and I went with uh, Bus and Tark? We went to Patty's in February. Do you remember no, that? Man. <laughs> I, well, well, no man. No. <laughs> yes, I do though now, like, because that was funny, right? So, side story, but like, I was chilling in bed, like, <laughs> whatever, hanging out. I think I had work, and then he texted me, like, has, has to be one thirty. has to be one thirty. In the morning. Remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It has, yeah. To be, it has to be 1.30. So, I, he's like, you want to go out? I'm like, I, I, I was out last night, but I'll go again, sure. <laughs> um, so, I just put on, like, some clothes and got on my bike. And as I was cycling in, I saw Bass cycling out because he was coming back from work. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, oh, what's up? I was like, I'm going to get some drinks. Do you want to come? He was like, yeah. So then, yeah, we met him. Stayed for a while. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was, that was February. I thought that was during lockdown. But like, not lockdown, lockdown, but I thought it was in the summer, like, when we were, when the, when Paddy's was open again, basically. But no, because we danced and stuff and we couldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it was before lockdown because it was like at the beginning when I started living there. So it's mm -hmm. literally my first like party or going to a club when I moved into Pendleton. Probably Paris. like your last as well, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right. So Rob, so, your turn. My turn. Uh, I would say like relatively eventful year. Like not to be like my 2020 was amazing because there's been like really shit parts as well, right? Like, yeah. like every. The thing was sick, dude. It was like I would say as a whole, I can class it as a good uh, a good year. Probably the best uh, in terms of gaming, like making games, the best year of my life, easily. Um, so like professionally, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I used to live with the with Bass and t two other of our friends who've been on the channel, Alex and Mike. Uh, so in June, we all moved out uh, from each other's houses from living with each other because. Um, we all had different things to do. Uh, none of us actually live in Enskle anymore uh, as of this month. But I moved to a city called Eindhoven because I had an internship, which I took uh, in the summer until the end of the year. Because I was like, oh, you know, it's going to be chill. COVID's going to be gone by December. Like, or not gone, but like, you know, we'll be able to like internationally travel. I'll go home for Christmas for a while because I started my internship in August, which means I only had to do it until December. End of December, and then I could take the whole month of January at home to make up for not going home uh, at summer. Yeah, yeah. Which was, I was like, that'd be cool because then I can go and we can, like, I can party with my friends. 
to a degree, it'll be cool. But like that obviously didn't pan out. I haven't been home since Christmas 2019. Um, Holy sh! So it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I had this like super cool company um, in Eindhoven that I work at, making pretty cool games. Um, and luckily, at the end of my internship, they offered me a job full time. So I'm currently balancing that with with my with, with school. Uh, so far, it's so good. But it's some applause, dude. <laughs> University's working, guys. He has a job. <laughs> so yeah, that works. Uh, it's it's uh, so so far so good, but it's week two, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but on the bright side, because I now have a full time job, I can also afford a apartment, so I live alone now. Which uh, after two months, three months almost now, is way better than living with people. To be honest. <laughs> yo, yo, <laughs> show, show, pan around, pan your camera on. Well, let's yeah. check your. Uh, I don't think there's gonna be. I'll, like it's difficult because my camera is in my laptop. Um, but you, uh, oh, you haven't been here in Nigeria yet, though. But who, mom, you were here. Yeah. So. yeah How yeah. did you get? You describe it for me. It's an apartment. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! Dude, you're just such a you're such a visual designer, dude. You're such a creative. It's so minimalist. Yeah. It's like you have you, a wall. Like there's That's a sick. door yeah. that you open, and then like there's walls, and then there's like just big room. And then there's big, there is how big is room though? That's the real question. How big is room? I don't oh. know. I think big enough for one person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It's driving. a, a one-bedroom place. It's kind of expensive, but it's Eindhoven, and Eindhoven is pretty expensive. Yeah. Like outside of the three Dutch cities that you would really know, like Amsterdam, Rotterdam, yeah. Den Haag. It's the next probably most expensive city. I already yeah, forgot cool. where it was. Actually, it told me last time. Was it relatively close to the center or something? Uh, yeah, like eight minutes biking, like like a five six yeah, minute bus ride. Who remember? Yeah, yeah, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it is, I guess, close to the center. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not. It wouldn't be considered close to the center, though. You know. Oh. Okay. Like by by Eindhoven, but realistically, in Eindhoven, there's not so much difference. You know, it's a hundred euro a month between close to the center and where I am, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's not much benefit to being. I mean, like, I have everything I need, like, right across the street, basically. Yep. So, uh, what, what was your feeling? Like, what was your uh, emotion? What were the emotions that you were feeling after you moved out from your previous home in Eindhoven? Uh, before, in before, Eindhoven, before, oh. Right, um, before you describe that feeling, describe your previous home. Okay. <laughs> I want to preface this because I, like, the guys still live there. Like, all the guys that live there are great. You guys both met them. They're super yeah, fun yeah, guys. Yeah. They're, cool, They're right? really fun. It's yeah. not about the guys that live there, right? Yeah. It's... Yeah. I, I want to proceed. I want to proceed it by saying it's not about the people that live there. It's about Disclaimer. the the quality of the house and at times the quality of the agency that ran the house. Um, just that I feel like that they. So let's let me start by explaining. It's a it's a house for nine people. Yeah. Um, there's no other space except nine smelly ass people. No. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> there's no space except for a kitchen, which is super old and super dirty. There's a degree of the people that live there are not doing their dishes. Yes, there's a degree of it's super old and there's just dirt like stuck. There's just old <laughs> dirt like there. Like you guys saw it, right? It, it wasn't like, and I would say you guys didn't come on a particularly bad day either. You know, but like, was huge, incredibly big. You, I think you're overselling it though. It was for nine people. You know. So okay, okay, fair enough. It's it's big enough for probably six to seven people, but there's just nowhere to go except for the kitchen, and the kitchen is the kitchen is small. Is pretty hellish looking. I guess. The kitchen is the same size as the kitchen I have now for myself. Like put that in perspective, right? Yeah. And nine people were expected yeah. to use it. Now I didn't use it, 
I bought an air fryer and a microwave. Well, there were two kitchens, right? There were two kitchens. That second, nothing worked in that second one. And as you, I don't know if you saw it when you were there, it was just full of things. Yep. Like you couldn't yeah, actually yeah, get yeah, it. Um, so there's really literally one kitchen. Um, and it's, it's the same size, as the, if not smaller than the kitchen I have now for myself. So it's crazy that they expected my people to use that. Um, yeah, I basically set up my own cooking station at home, but it meant I couldn't really cook anything proper for half a year, which is pretty fucking terrible, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, as in the last couple of months, I don't even know if I talked to you guys about this, but uh, like, with the first few months I lived there, there wasn't nine people there. In fairness, there was like five, maybe six. No. But then by towards Christmas, everyone was there, all nine people total. Um, and there was two trash bins outside for us to use, and it, it's not enough. So they're, like, there's just trash all over the backyard because, like, you know, you can't see inside because there's no space. There's no space in the container, so you just got to put it beside the container. And if everyone does that for, like, two weeks, the backyard's full of trash. Wow. Fills up, damn. So that was pretty shitty. Uh, so, yeah, probably the worst place I've ever lived in my life, uh, for sure. Um, and the place, I, the, the place I lived yeah. at when I first moved to the Netherlands was pretty bad as well. So. It's like... <laughs> It's so, so, so what was the feeling that you now you have your own apartment, no. you're all alone? So it was it was busy as hell, and it was also Christmas, so it was kind of mixed emotions because, uh, well, it was Christmas, and I would rather be there with my family instead of here on my own. Yeah, true. Um, so that was fun. I got the keys uh, the day a couple of days before Christmas, uh, but I couldn't move in until after because I need to get my furniture over here and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was pretty. I was like, well, it felt pretty good because I'm paying for it. Through making games, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, my, me contributing to the production of a game is yeah. paying for this apartment. So that's like, that's like probably the coolest bit, rather than the apartment itself, which is also pretty cool to have it. But I think just by the means that I'm able to have it is probably the coolest part. You already feel, you already feel independent and like already in control of, of your life, basically, your starting point. You know? Yeah, that like, I feel feels... like super, super good. Like, you're ready. You know what I mean? Like, you're pumped and shit. Well, it, it's a good, like, I don't know, I get, like, pretty, not to, like, blow my own horn or anything, but I get pretty good endorsements, like, regularly at work, you know, from, from my colleagues. Because I'm still a student, I'm managing, balancing it, and they basically feel like I'm ready, you know, so. Yeah, yeah that's good. It's good. Yeah. Um, which is nice, because I also, like, yeah, I had some troubles with my study before, so it's, like, nice that I can gain some time back, you know, so it's pretty good. Yeah. Everything was worth it in the end, right? Yeah, now you got to finish it, right? So yeah, 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 true, true. You still got to finish one more year, baby. Yes. Third year, boys. Third year. Yeah, gang, 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 gang. How was uh? Do you guys have have any redos? Or you guys... VFX, uh, VFX, but I actually talked to uh, actually, I haven't didn't have many courses from Casper before, so I wasn't uh, I didn't know him that well or anything, but I had him for internship. Nice guy, super helpful. <laughs> uh, and uh, I like. Checked out with him for VFX, like, yo, could I come to your classes? Because he obviously knows my situation and, like, was actually really super stoked that I got a job there mm-hmm. um, and stuff, which is nice. Um, if I could come to his classes because I can, like, dip in and out. Like, he knows that why I'm dipping in and out if I ever do, you know? Like, if I'm just there and immediately I just, like, dip out. Yeah. So he's yeah. like, yeah, I don't see why it would be a problem, so that's nice. But just yeah. VFX and, and rigging, or not rigging, sorry, uh, sculpting, but I have the assignment done. It's just uh, yeah. there was some fuckery with the submitting it, so... Well, <laughs> how are you, dude? Uh, well, I the same. I also have VFX. I also had sculpting, but I managed to uh, get that out of the way. Uh, you know, Nigel, 
you helped me a lot with those sculpting. I learned a lot from you. Yeah, so. I gave you tips. I gave you some tips. Yeah. But you're like thinking about doing graduation on sculpting now, right? Like, this, you learned so much from <laughs> this, this is your actual dream. I mean, I mean, sculpting. not fuck sculpting, but like, I, I, I <laughs> so I'm not fuck sculpting, use, but fuck people that like it. So Alex, <laughs> like, fuck you. It's, <laughs> it's an amazing <laughs> thing. Like, like there are some people out there that do a, like a lot of fucking uber realistic shit with it. But it's not for me, and I just find it like a waste of time just working on it. But anyway, mm -hmm. we're not here to dissect the the, the 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 education system now. But uh, actually, I have some thoughts about how it should be assessed as well. But whatever. <laughs> Is that even, uh, that's very uh, inside inside insight. Inside inside insight. Uh, from, my, from my professional perspective, you know, just. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> well, as a professional, you know, as a, as a, yeah. as a, as a, as a credited game producer, you know, <laughs> as, a, um, as a pre junior uh, game producer, are your nipples getting hard drop from, from telling that to people all the time? I'm actually a producer. Oh, I'm a producer. Okay, I'm a producer. <laughs> um, but on the sculpting thing, you guys saw the unreal, like, human. Yeah. fucking thing right like yeah oh that's sick can you get this up can you like fucking get a I'll picture or I'll try. Try. just like a picture or something it'll either work or other fuck up the whole stream but let's do you, try do you think that do you think this will be a game changer i don't see no that. yes no no like so this is the kind of shit where it's like you know you walk around a game and the npcs look pretty average compared to the main characters like this is going to change that because you can just like whatever hit a button that's like fucking generated or make you a billion fucking npcs right and then you can work on the main characters and give them different details but realistically they should have the same level of quality from that point because that's like the scopes are of the quality the human can make no doubt they're just not of the uniqueness that a human can make and that's the yeah. key difference why sculptors are always going to be needed but this is just going to take like auto rigging it was before going to take the legwork out of making big open world games in my opinion it's gonna make yeah things a lot easier. The pipeline's mm -hmm. gonna be a lot lighter. Different, because also you can just be like you can just be like generate and then open it in ZBrush and edit it yourself, right? Can you? Can you even do that? Well, I assume you can get an FBX from somewhere, right? Why not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Even as LODs, man, this is already. Are you sure this is it, Mom? I don't think this is it. Wait, this is not. I think this is it, right? It's no, this is not. No, this is not it. It's for Unreal Five only. It's a new feature for Unreal Five. God damn it, Mom. Stop, I'm new at this. I'm not Jamie, okay? I'm just Jay. God damn it, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> let's switch back to the original one. Yeah, okay, whatever. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll get a link in the description or edit it in somewhere. Just a picture. Just get like a screenshot of it because it's crazy. And we can put a link in the description to the trailer. Uh, it's, motion capture. Motion. It, is a, it is a game changer for, uh, I think, VFX as well. The VFX industry too. Mm. Or like like I mentioned, like those crowd simulations, right? Because you can you can pop a bunch of very generic looking guys into a crowd now, but imagine being able to just it generate. It'll generate you like a thousand NPCs or a, a thousand models, and then every fucking person in that crowd looks slightly unique, rather than like you know, there's just some noise applied or, or whatever. Exactly. But uh, yeah, that was kind of my year, pretty much. Uh, I just I can't wait to go to Ireland again. It's uh, been way too long. PCs. Oh yeah. Like uh, have they open traveling? Uh, after uh, no, the restrictions? No, 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 no. It'll be a while. It'll be like midsummer, I think. 
You know, you're watching. We're watching you install something right now. Right? I'm not. This is this is the YouTube video. Oh, video. oh really? <laughs> um, my, my, computer, my computer. Just switch back to the. Just switch back. Really, it's stuck on this. It's oh, really professional. Slow. Uh, professional. Can you remove this for grace? Okay, uh, let's move on. Let's move on. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So, like, let's talk about like, what can you tell us about Gorilla? What more importantly, what can you not tell us about Gorilla? Who are they hiding there? Uh, Who are they hiding? Well, there's a bunch of things that I can't tell you about. I can't even reference those. But uh, all I can just say gonna is... say, Horizon Zero Dawn, two confirmed. Dude, world, is, world exclusive. World, listen, you know the Xbox thing where it's like world, world exclusive. GMCT podcast. Can you just not like you just don't say that again, please? That will fucking <laughs> guys. Uh, Killzone one. It's going to come out on the PlayStation 1, guys. Actually, Killzone is dead. Like, we officially, like, Gorilla killed it officially. Uh, so that's a... Wait, that's actually... Can you even say that, actually? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the website is done. Is like the, the website Killzone is, is dead! Killzone is dead! They actually got killed. In, uh, okay, in, let's... In, so... in, in all seriousness, though, like, what, what like... I assume you can give your like impressions about the company, right? Like yeah, working yeah. there. Yeah, right. So like, let's start with that. What? Like, how what's it like to work there? As in, well, is it good? Like, the company was was pretty good to work at. Like, of course, it's uh, like at the end of the day, it's Guerrilla Games, and whatever experience you can take from it is like a massive experience on the on the professional level. Um, there was some okay. I don't know if this is like a hot story take. time. Story time. Like I'm not dissing Gorilla. I <laughs> enjoyed working there, and like I'm looking forward to work with them maybe in the future. Um, but from my experience, I did not feel that interns were supported when uh, work from home model was introduced. From what you told me, I would, and based on my experience, like with my internship and now, yeah, working there. But I'm coming from the perspective of a company that I was one of the first interns in, in quite a while, mm -hmm. who's now opened up based on needing to scale up and having more junior people and also like good experiences with interns in the past now, uh, which wasn't typically always the case there. Uh, so I've been told like I know some interns more that they weren't bad or anything. They weren't like bad at what they did, but they have to be because of their course content way more focused on an, uh, a personal project rather than actually being able to help on. Yeah, 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 yeah. On what exactly. the company's working on. Well, but so, so from my perspective, I think they they didn't support you that well in terms of not in like your mental health or or anything like that, but more like actually being able to do your work in an efficient way. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the point. Um, they <clears throat> for some reason they, they didn't allow interns to get access to the network, which uh, there is some like understand understandable era in it like i understand why they wouldn't do that because there's a lot of like classified information uh but also uh we saw an nda so like we're also like i'm speaking mm -hmm. for myself all of this is just me i'm not speaking for anyone else but um i'm speaking for, speaking for myself like i know that i shouldn't just tell anybody about like this fucking insane new announcement or something uh that's but you know i just i wasn't given the 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 network access so i had to work my way around uh like google drive and other stuff which didn't only make things hard for me but also hard for like other team members because like if i need to work on let's just say that like there's a cutscene in horizon zero dawn and i need to like edit a bit out from it so i had to wait for another teammate important to note that you were a video editor there not a 
yeah, 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 yeah. I was not a developer. I was a video editor. I was. You can actually see my work on their YouTube channel. Guru yeah, Games. put it up. Put it up. Uh, all the community spotlight videos. I started that, uh, and they're going on with it. And it's just a nice, nice thing to see that you know I was the first. You know, just like Ray J said, I hit that first. Uh... Oh. <laughs> And it, the thing is, now that they're getting divorced, is Ray J going to hit it again? That's the question. Oh, Ray J mm. is is fucking winning with life. Like, did you guys know that Raycon is Ray J? What? Okay, yeah. let's get back to the. Okay, let's talk about. The, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Wait. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in terms of experience, like just knowing how, like, I was when I was working there, I was so fucking. I just want to tell you. I just want to tell you something. His mom told me he learned fucking nothing. He was like, <laughs> I, he's like, every day he called me, he's like, I'm Dude, teaching them. Don't blow my cover. Don't blow <laughs> my cover. Right? I'm looking for like to work again in, in a year or something. Why? So you can fucking teach them shit? Like, like you were saying. Provide you there? What? Was there actually someone there that was like a lot more experienced than you to teach you some stuff? Or it was really. Uh, as of like for the work that I did, there wasn't pretty much like mm-hmm. because uh uh the the franchise and community section or department or team of gorilla is like f- relatively new and they're expanding and part of their expansion is the interns which is me and another guy Jomi shout out uh but now can we can we talk about that actually in a yeah, second yeah, I'll we'll, let you yeah. your point, but... <laughs> we'll talk about it uh so what happened is the the because they didn't give access to interns it was so hard for like mostly all interns to work there that for the foreseeable future internship programs are done with the gorilla they're taking like they prefer to take freelancers instead of interns um which is you know like it's 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 uh it's indicative of how hard like some companies were hit by the the lockdown and and working from home mm-hmm. um but in- I think it's interesting to say also like that interesting to see that like, the converse effect because we're going the other way, right? Where our interns are going to be fully yeah, remote, yeah, even exactly. If, even if the office opens again, like it, they're going to be fully remote. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So it's like interesting how one company needs to go one way. I think that's a size factor as well because it's so hard to track everything. Whereas there's less than hundred people at my company, it's quite easy to track where, where everyone yeah. is and what they're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but but uh, from like. A company perspective it's like so fucking well organized it's insane like it's it's hard to sometimes remember that there's 300 people working simultaneously in this company like just everything like there's no confusion there's no confusion at all with what's going on uh and the uh, the new building is fucking sick like uh my my study coach who was also a teacher at our study called lucas he was like he was so happy being there. Yeah. It was it was it's it's really like it has a lot of nice shit in it, and uh, it's such a like and it's so central. Like it's five minute walk from the dam, and like I was on the fifth floor, and I can see like the whole like whole Amsterdam landscape in front of me. It was insane, right. but yeah, it didn't last uh, for long. It lasts only like three weeks or something. But in terms of yeah, fucking like in terms of experience, it's 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 really like really good. I. I'm way more organized now as an editor, even if I'm doing like shit for my YouTube channel or something. Um, and... So what you're saying is we're going to consistently upload now because you're a better editor. All right. <laughs> All right. I take that statement back. <laughs> uh, who mom edit that out, please. Uh, 
and even even with uh just like because we're basically pr it was really like weird seeing how like you have to contain yourself when you're talking about anything like on social media because like it's a, a representative of the company as much as it's you so even then i was so like cautious with like what i like and what i tweet and what i retweet it's not that extreme but because i work with like uh, I worked for a company like like Gorilla, as big as Gorilla. Like, yeah, I don't want to fuck this up, so like, I'm just gonna be extra cautious about everything. Uh, but it's really it's it's a it's a once in a lifetime experience for now. Uh, it could be a twice in a lifetime, you know. Shout out Rock and Cena. Uh, but in the news recently, by the way, might I add a lot? <laughs> just yeah, they're my Kyoto making bank doing shoot interviews. Yeah, but boy. that's it's it's. And the people that I met there, like, my team is, like, really great. And I... Except for that one guy, right, you were talking about? Who? This one guy you brought up a lot. You're like, oh, he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is Jomi. Suck my dick, bro. <laughs> Let's get on to Jomi, because that's a funny story, right? Yeah. Um, so I'll tell it from... I'll, I, it's mostly my perspective anyway, right? So I'll just, like, <laughs> yeah. tell it. So, like, this was, again, in September, or even maybe the end of August, um, when shit was, we were, you were allowed to go to the bar for a drink, whatever. Um, so I was out with a friend of mine in Eindhoven, um, and bear in mind, so Eindhoven, Amsterdam, there's about two hours between, an hour and a half, two hours between, so it's, like, it's relatively far away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was standing in the queue to go into this bar. Just talking to my friend. Then these guys come up behind us, and yeah, I don't know. Some like something happened, or like they asked us, like, "Oh, what's how long have you guys been here?" And we're like, "Oh, like two, three minutes." Then we just started talking. They were pretty cool guys. Started talking about what we did. I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a." He told me he's an engineer, and I was like, "Oh, I'm a game developer, or whatever. I work at this company here." Uh, he's like, "Oh, really? A friend of mine is doing their internship at Gorilla." I was like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> like well, where? What's his name?" He's like, "Oh yeah, like marketing and stuff." And I was like, "Oh." I think my friend works in the marketing department. I'll text him about it. So I texted him. I was like, yo, is this... I butchered the spelling. I was like, is your... Is the other intern's name Jomi? And he was like, uh, it was like late. So like next morning, he was like, yeah, it is. Uh, it's, so it's just like a small world, right? It's funny because yeah. like I walked into the office and then I walked before him and then he walked after me and then he was just like chuckling and then he sat on his Wait, his did he chair. know about it as well? Yeah, did yeah. they also ask him? Yeah. Okay. He sat on his chair and I was like... And then I moved him like this. And he's like, "You're my friend yeah. met your friend." I was like, "Yeah, he told me." And then we just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, he's so, pretty cool what guy. A yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're nice guys. I haven't. I actually talked to one of the guys a couple weeks ago, actually. Yeah, from, from a, he's in Thailand now, I think. In Thailand. Yeah. Um. All right, Nigel, can you talk any about your company, or, or do you want to? Well, I'm still new. I really can't say a lot, to be honest. It's literally my third week. They're, oh wait! They remade Crazy Taxi, guys. Please buy that game. I got announced. Oh, I actually have another game coming out tomorrow. Spiritual successor of Crazy Taxi called Taxi Chaos. See what they did there? Yes. It's uh, called uh, sorry, Crazy Stolen st Stolen Concept. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> it's kind. Of, I, I'm actually pretty interested on how. So when are we going to get the, the keys, right? When are you going to send us the keys? <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, my, listen, my, giveaway. We're gonna do a giveaway. The tenth person to like the video is right. gonna get crazy taxi. Nigel, Nigel, you're kicked out of the uh, of the company. <laughs> yep. 
Um, it's been your sponsor by, by Chaotic Taxi. Taxi like, Chaos. Like, oh, sorry. Taxi, Taxi Chaos. Chaos. Taxi Chaos. Sponsored. All the views that sorry. are expressed in this video are the views of Taxi Chaos. <laughs> Some PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo. Go and get it. Uh, but um, I'm actually pretty interested in how actually games just, I don't know, literally take kind of the concept of a very old game and just remake it because it's not only Taxi Chaos. If you guys know Jet Set Radio, no. actually, there's going to be another spiritual successor of it called Fuck It for uh, Bomb. Is bomb, that by you guys fuck. or not? No, no, it's by. I um, thought, I generally thought the name of it is Fuck. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Bob Bomb. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk yeah. or whatever it's called. Yeah. And, and it's literally Jet Set Radio. And I'm like, okay, how does this work? Like, can you actually steal someone's almost literal mechanics of the game and stuff like that? Well, yeah, I mean, you cannot, like, you cannot patent a mechanic. You can't patent hey, a mechanic. Hey. No, that's not a me- no, 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 that's not a mechanic. That's not a mechanic. They they patent they patent the underlying tech for that. They have not patented the mechanic. They patent the underlying tech that makes it so work. You can't you can't really patent like the, the thing is is because it's create it's creative thing. You can say like a really similar like nothing is the exact same. It's like a really similar mechanic that has similar. Dynamics, but it's too simple. But the but the aesthetics might be different, which already differentiates it. Yeah, true, true. Right. For example, Taxi Chaos, crazy, crazy taxi, but like it's literally a taxi driving around New York. Like the whole concept is there. Well, Simpsons, the Simpsons had a, a, a game like that as well. Like they had a ripoff as well. You know, Simpsons had a, a taxi game too, right? I think it's like yeah. You don't want to open up. Listen, all I'm hearing now is like Nigel's like, "Yo, come sue my company, come on! How dare you? Come sue me! Come sue us!" <laughs> oh man, um, be, I you've been learning. Be- you've been learning Blender as well. Yeah, Blender's been. But, uh, I don't know. Like, I understand why people are very excited about it. There are just some things that kind of bother me, but that's because I come from, you know, out- the auto deck. Well, the auto <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have, uh, come from like the Autodesk programs and more, uh, you know, more industry standard usually. But now I see blenders a lot. Whoa! It's, it's more industry standard than. Are you calling your company not industry standard? Industry standard? Oh my God. Are you saying they're not teaching you industry standard practices, Nigel? Yeah, they are. Oh saying... uh, edit it! Up. Edit it! <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, we can we can move on. Uh, no, I can't say too much. I, I don't think I can say too much about my company because of the nature of the work. But uh, yeah, we're working on some cool things, and uh, I think in the not too distant future, we're going to be working on more of our public facing image rather than our our business facing image. So keep your eyes peeled to my LinkedIn, and you'll find out. If you look me up on LinkedIn, you can find out. There you go. I won't say it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me on LinkedIn. Links in the description. You better link it. Like legit link it in the description. Imagine uh, YouTubers linking their LinkedIn. No, go connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm open to some pro bono uh, uh, advising. You guys want to join my pyramid scheme? Yeah. Listen, as long as you as long as you get people to buy in, you'll make money. I tr- trust me. It's not pyramid selling. It's an investment. Uh, all right, all right. I got all right, the next thing I got up is uh, something I I'm pretty sure I didn't tell you guys. Maybe I told him I'm. But I don't think so. All right. Something I've been. No, I definitely didn't. I've been sort of, sort of toying with the. It's not that. It's not like that big, but it's like gonna change the way I look. 
What? What? <laughs> I said, are you toying with yourself? Whatever. Edit it out one, please, for Christ's sake. Go ahead, Rob. <laughs> no, just don't react, Rob. Don't react. Yeah, we got a comedian here, I see. Uh, <laughs> try to tell a, a true story. Try to tell my journey to this point, and I will... No. <laughs> so, uh, you, you guys saw, or I don't know, maybe neither of you didn't, but the measures in the Netherlands are relaxing a little bit next week. Yep. Uh, hairdressers are going to open. Okay. So we can get a haircut, but I'm also going to get my hair dyed when I get on the 9th of March. What? What? Mm. Hair dyed? What, what color? Yes. I'm going to get like Which a color? like Which color? <laughs> If this video gets a thousand. <laughs> no, so I'm going to send you I'm going to send you a picture and then just like pop it up, all right? Is it bleach? It will be bleached. It will have to be bleached, yes, to get this color. It will what? have to be bleached. Okay, is it like, is it a, a personal choice? I want to do it, yeah. Okay. Oh. So, like, pop that image up. That's what I'm going for. Like, what do you mean? I, no one's forcing me to do it. Like, I well, just think that it's is, not... That is bleach. Yeah, kind that's of. what I said. It needs to be bleached to attain this color, because my hair is dark and it's getting white. So, All right, just pop it up. We can cut he this. He gets legs. Otto will paint his swastik on his... Air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, kidding, I'm kidding. Well, in fairness, okay. it does look a little bit like frosted tips. But it's not. It's, it's gone, by the <laughs> it's way. It's going to be this, this color? It, well, I can't see it, though. Is it there? It like the white? There. Wait a minute. No, it's not there anymore. It popped up very briefly. God damn it, one. Just share your whole screen. Stop. Okay, I'm doing my best. God. Jesus. God. Then we gotta replace this asshole. Yeah, I said you replace your like ten minutes ago now. Come on, what the fuck? Wait, wait. There it I'm is. There it is. It's there. there. Just don't touch it. Oh my, it was there. There we go. Okay, it's really zoomed in now. Okay. Yeah. But this is place. it. Yeah. But, this but not. It's not just. I'm not gonna go like as in this whole thing where it's like dark underneath and on the sides as well. You know. Yeah. Well. So, you stole my. I was planning to do this in 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 secret. So. Really? Okay, yeah. well, I already have the ability. Wait, are you yeah, not now. I'm. Well, my plan is to like get in shape and then uh, buzz this. Not buzz it, but like cut it short, just like I did like October 2019, and then also like bleach it. Are you, are you on the hunt? What? Are you, are you gonna go Tinder hunting? Hunter, like in I don't know. Like image. That's a lot of image changing. You know what I mean? Your whole. Well, why the fuck not, dude? Well, I, I mean, I'm looking up. It's thinning, so like, let me just make the best out of it when I still can. Anyways, uh, what do you guys think of the idea? I, I think, think it'll look good. I'm mean. very little response here. But I think you you need to get a little bit of tan to to make it look. Uh... I think it will make you look tan, actually. Just be me, man. Oh yeah. Try to be me. So we'll see. We'll see how it looks. Uh, it's gonna take like. To be honest, like if I, if it doesn't look good, I'll just if in a few like a few weeks later start the process of, of like getting it back to a darker color. Because like when you go from brown to like bleach like this or blonde, mm -hmm. you gotta uh, to go back. You gotta dye your hair progressively darker colors because it won't just automatically go. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I heard that you know bleaching can be a very dangerous uh, procedure if not done sure. well. Um, That's why you're gonna go to a hairdresser, right, Rob? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. No, I booked it for the ninth. So we'll see. Let's record an episode on the ninth. Because then I won't have time to fix it or anything. So <laughs> Yeah, that was what I wanted. That was my that was my one topic that I had that I had to bring to the table. I, I was thinking about it on Pink Sunday night and then like I thought about it until yesterday and then I booked the appointment yesterday. So, Not bad, like, man. That's pretty what's the worst thing? I didn't tell my mom yet. I like uh, oh my uh, I told her, I told her, like, yeah, they're opening the barbers. I'm going to do something a bit different with my hair. And she's like, oh, cool. So I didn't tell her <laughs> Change your whole hair. Well, I told uh, Owen, who's been on the podcast before, uh, before, like, just between Nigel joining and uh, Boss Davey and Nigel joining, that middle podcast uh, when Owen was on. He, every time I, I told him about it, man, like, when he's like, it doesn't look good, just buzz it off, man. Just cut it all off. I was like, no, that's like, no, I don't, like, and, and then I, like, I don't think I think you guys weren't even talking about it. I just like someone said something about hair. He's like, "Yeah, man, if it doesn't look good blonde, just shave it all off." I was like, "Why is that? Like, you're going with such a radical solution there. Like, I can just get it dyed again." And yeah, like, yeah, yeah, start over. That's uh, that's the lead. He's like, "Bro, listen." He's like, "Just kill yourself." <laughs> and <laughs> and you'll, if life's not going well, just do it. And you'll respawn. And you'll respawn, bro. You know, respawn. Gamer, gamer terms. We're gamers. <laughs> Absolute gamers. Um, so, guys, Fortnite. Sucks. Actually, I'm going to hold you to something. Uh, yeah. Uh, we have we have much much more time to go. This is a this is a bumper episode, <laughs> by the way. A bumper season two premiere. It's got to be a bumper episode. Uh, well, I'm going to actually hold him on to something because he told me he had a certain footage of a video we recorded like middle of summer last year. So I'm going to hold him to at least editing it, and then we can watch through it. Super Seducer reaction video. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to hold you to at least editing that together. And, and like, at least releasing, like, there will be at least, like, a minute and a half of usable footage from that. So I'm holding you to editing it and, and releasing it. And we can really... Let's watch it first, because I remember there was probably... Listen, there's probably some controversial shit in that. Like, it's <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't <laughs> seen it, but I think it's pretty, like... I think it's pretty tame. Oh, yeah? we're, we're just going like, I mean, we only get uh, asshole-ish when there's an asshole answer on the... On yeah, so it's his fault. Let's <laughs> yeah. blame that guy. Yeah, actually, uh, Super, Super, Super Seducer 3 is out now for some reason. All right, so if this video gets a million likes... <laughs> no. um, all right, so if this video gets 101 likes, so 100 likes only fans, 101 likes, Super Seducer 3 reaction video, but if it goes over 100, then no only fans. We also have uh, recorded, <laughs> recorded, unedited footage of Nigel watching famous wrestling matches for the first time. Do we have the wrestling matches recorded? Yeah. I think, you know what, I think let's, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do this that. Is just, this is just an episode of what's in my hard drive. <laughs> okay, what's next? Uh, you, uh, Nina Harley, just look it up on your computer and see what happens. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, yeah, so I want to hold you to that to, to let's get that up. Uh, and I'm going to... A conversation that we had, Nigel, that we'll have with you. Live on the air. Uh, I think we can pull two videos a month from now on. Okay. Is that what you said on the last we one? Discussed, are we going to no, talk, talk, yeah, talk channel strategy? We're going to talk channel strategy. No, we're like, this is a, a, pro, a promise. Oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, because I think it's like one pod and one other, like that's doable. I think so, yeah. So uh, if this video gets one like, two <laughs> videos a month, 
until this video gets one view. So the the plan with what Rob told me is like uh, I will edit the podcast and then Nigel you have to edit like a full feature film with complete with VFX, yeah. like Marvel sure. level VFX, VFX yeah. um, like that. Yeah, yeah. Just Easy. just hit like VFX Marvel on Blender and then everything just works. Uh, so I thought you were legit gonna be like I'll edit the podcast and Rob will edit all the other videos. I was like, no, the other videos are so much harder to edit. Like, come on. <laughs> nah, I'll... The, pod- the podcast is a breeze to edit, so. I'll do the fun videos because I'm the fun editor. Yeah, true. I, I'm a bit more like even if you look at our our uh, the videos we did, like the love hate and uh, the mankind, the the two comedy things we did. Mine is cut straight. Like I think yours is more ridiculous, and mine is cut like everything's pl- nothing's played for laughs, but it's and it's not cut for laughs either. But it's funny, you know. Like everything in it is not played for laughs, basically. Yeah. Probably maybe like biting the potato is probably the only thing I can think about. But everything else is like played straight. Yeah. But the humor is just in the situation. Whereas I think yours is like played for laughs and edited for laughs, which is like the different stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, fun fact uh, in Love and Hate, when Rob puts beer in the pan and then it cuts to me saying, "Oh my God, it smells." That wasn't a cut though. That was a that was just a clean yeah. shot. When you hear me just cussing because of the smell, that was just genuine. I wasn't even acting. <laughs> and I really ate that meal as well. Link to love hate in the description. Sure. sure. Yeah. You're gonna have so much shit to add to the description now. <laughs> so, uh, link to the link to the recipe. Link to the, link to the Gordon <laughs> Ramsay episode we included. Yeah, in link to my Vimeo in the <laughs> description. Uh, was, um, what was it? Can we watch like a series together? Oh, yeah, oh, we, did we, we had watched CSI Miami. You know what? Like, I think we could do that as like, if we don't have a podcast idea, we could totally just do that. Like, I think a better idea. You know what? How about? Because I think okay, let's talk about this afterwards. Possible CSI Miami content coming. <laughs> All right. I and I did find some high quality like episodes. So like, you know. Yeah. I can start. I have an idea. I have an idea. Uh, but let's, you know, let's talk about that later. Speaking uh, of uh, relaxation of lockdown, which takes us to lockdown, uh, actually, yeah, two, which is my next point on my list. Actually, so. two of us yeah, here had actually contracted the the, the novel coronavirus. <laughs> the coronavirus, virus, as I as I like to call it. It's the I, hybrid name. I contracted the Wu Tang virus. <laughs> I I got it around Pirate. October, and Nigel, you got it when exactly? January. End of December, January, yeah. January right? Yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little bit uh, yeah. the end of January, actually. Mid-January, end of January, somewhere around there. So, yeah. I well, forgot already. Uh, now, actually, uh, all, all my family has it, uh, but they're all <laughs> they're all recovering. Uh, but I, That's good to hear. I think it will be a fun... Yeah. A fun Except for that one cousin, right? But that wasn't from COVID, right? You just, like... No, she was... That was, like, yeah, that, was a, that was a religious thing, right? Yeah, she was a girl, so we had yeah. to, like, off yeah. her. So... Uh, <laughs> 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 so <laughs> let's talk about how corona was for both all of right us. all right so i guess let's start with with uh, i'm gonna start with okay so i'm gonna ask a question like who want me to answer first and then i go so what was like your initial symptoms like why did you get tested let's say like why did you get tested i so i haven't had it but for context i haven't had it okay uh i didn't get tested because i felt sick i got test i like i wanted to get tested because i stopped like i stopped tasting at all and that was okay. like, okay, that's 
and I didn't even know that that was a symptom, but I remember like two days ago, uh, I think The Rock had it, and he was like talking <laughs> talking about like how he lost taste. I was like, wait, that's an actual symptom. And then I started having it. I was like, okay, fuck, this is this is it. Uh, <clears throat> when I got tested, actually, I was like, I was like two days before. Uh, before you were filming season thirty four ballers. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think it was two days before like my 14th day so i was like already recovering. I you were gonna say 14th birthday I was like, <laughs> so i was i was already recovering uh so you were like you know you're well into adolescence at that point and, uh, <laughs> yes. was in full swing yeah the the virus is so intense like it, it grew me like fucking i don't know it, it gives you years. Yeah. He, has, he has six balls now <laughs> Uh, this mustache now, am I right? Like, <laughs> sorry, go but yeah, that is by far like the only because other than that, I was just like it felt like a flu. Uh, mm -hmm. like my nose wasn't even that uh clogged most of the time, but I was just tired and like just didn't feel like I want to get out of bed. And uh, there is some like the the asshole part about it is that in the second week, it like makes you think that okay, I'm feeling good, and then like you know, you go down again. Some people get it worse, but like for me, I just got tired just out of nowhere, just one day. But yeah, yeah I remember watching um, the Trajordi because he he never got tested because he he reckons he got it in February. Yeah, which is obviously just around the point that we started to go into lockdown, etc. So yeah, there was very limited cases in Europe, except for Italy at that point. Yeah. Um, and he said he reckons he got it. Um, and like he said, he was like he had to buy a new mattress afterwards. He sweat so much. But what I thought Jordy said was like something a friend of mine said who had it as well. He said that on the third day of having it, that he knew he had it, mm -hmm. he really fully understood why old people die from it. Yeah. Like he really yeah. felt like that this could go the other way that's, even for him. That's the same mm -hmm. thing that happened with my dad recently. Like on the first mm -hmm. two days, he was good. But like on the third day, it just all went downhill from there. Uh, yeah. and, the, and the shitty part about it is that it's a very slow recovery. Like every day since like you go down, you feel like just... I don't know, 0.1% better every day. But until like there's 14, at least 14 day for like, like moderately healthy people, after the 14th day, you're going to start feeling more like yourself and then mm -hmm. gradually get better. But I still for like until now, I still feel that I cannot take as much of deep breath. But I think that's also a cause of me like not moving a lot. So I'm exercising a lot recently and I feel that my breathing is better. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what about your taste? Is it back? Because I heard some like some people that really takes a very long time for it to come back. Yeah, it, it got back like a, before the fourteenth day. Actually, I I didn't notice the the taste, but I noticed the smell because like I started tasting before uh, I the, like the smell came back. But then I was like taking a shower, like holy shit, I can smell my fucking shower gel. Then mm -hmm. it just started coming back gradually. So yeah. Was it like strong stuff at first you could smell, and then like it came back? Like with no, more mild I, stuff, or I couldn't smell anything. Like I no, would... but I mean, like when it started to come back, was it like you could smell onions or whatever, or like vomit, and then later on you could smell like? <laughs> Why did you think of vomit? I was trying to think of stuff that smelled like putrid. You know, I don't even know how vomit smells like. It's different per person than what you eat. It. It's just it smells like bile, right? Like stomach fucking acid. I think I just so. started like smelling things that are very like scented like uh cologne uh deodorant like shampoo mm -hmm. shower gel mm -hmm. uh but then i just like stopped like noticing how 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 fast it's coming back uh the taste was 
probably like I don't know for some reason I I was more worried about the taste than the smell because like uh, uh, and fucking Ekin shout out Ekin uh, the first thing I told him like hey I don't taste anymore I was like yo you know like some people never get it back I was like thank you dude. <laughs> you were like uh, he was like uh, you text Ekin one day you're like I'm sad dude he's like yo you know some people kill themselves from depression <laughs> <laughs> I literally drank, um, or like I told my sister to like pour me something that like you, you don't normally drink. So she poured me pickle juice, and I drank it, and didn't really feel a thing. So that's how extreme it is. That was the heroin. <laughs> All right, uh, Nigel. Like, so what was yours? Well, so I think your situation is a little bit different because you just got in contact with someone that had it, so you got tested, right? Yeah, yeah. So. Uh... So that was like when that was like December, basically, uh, mm-hmm. when I got back uh, when I got back from the Netherlands, uh, back home in Bulgaria for Christmas, first of December, and uh, I actually got, uh, I believe I got the. It's not that I, I don't know. I got my uh, I got I got COVID from my from my mom. I got contracted it. Mm-hmm. She had COVID, uh, but very fortunately she recovered from it. She beat it. Fuck COVID. Uh, she was actually in a very yeah. She was, shout out, uh, mom. Shout out, yeah. Um, she was actually in a very, very severe state. Uh, so the story is that I had to take care of her. I had to, like, cook, bring her medicine, go out, bring her medicine, you know, shit like that, get groceries. Um, was pretty, you know, a bit hectic because I also had, like, stuff to do. But, you know, yeah. my mom, for Christ's sake, so I had to help her. Yeah. Um, but uh, eventually got things got very bad because shit, at that time, when she got the vi- when she got the virus, you know, it's the same thing like with with mom's uh, dad. And, like first two days, you know, eh, it's fine. It's it's just it's just a bit of a you know, I got a bit of a temperature, high temperature. But then you know, the third day, fourth day, you start actually feeling. It. You know, my mom actually you know experienced it because I was every day I was asking, you know, how are you doing? Yeah, uh, things were getting very bad. Things were weren't going well after the first week, and I was like, okay, maybe the second week could could something could turn around and then no, that actually the exact opposite things got even worse and we had to go to the hospital. Yeah. So after I dropped my mom off uh, into the hospital, they, you know, they accepted the doctors, you know, booked her, or what it's called. Assessed. Assessed her. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She, she had like, um, COVID and pneumonia. So it already like developed in that more fatal state. Mm-hmm. So things were getting pretty serious. So, you know, the doctors got her. Uh, thankfully, my mom knew all the doctors because she worked there when she was young, um, and literally all the all the doctors there were basically like her old pals, which is sick. So Do you think that was like a factor in the quality of care? Like genuinely, just I'm just curious. Mm, no. Nah. Or do you think like they just maybe came to her first rather than other people? No, no, I don't think there was any of that. Uh, but it felt like in in terms no, of I understand the nice part but I'm just curious because I know like uh, a lot of people that I know well, in, like from, in, from Eastern European countries are, are bemoaning like how it's pretty yeah, corrupt in Syria there, you know it is, yeah, yeah it is very in general yeah it's very corrupt yeah. but uh, no I did not see that mm-hmm. when I was there uh, people like the not, not a lot of people got infected in Bulgaria like per day you know mm-hmm. we, we had the capacity but just we we cannot have, our hospitals are not that well equipped for for a sudden big wave you know because yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. right now we're getting a lot of infected right but it's not this huge amount very uh small time you know 
mm-hmm. that's when things get serious. But but I think the doctors that were pretty organized uh, actually went to the hospital. So that's where I actually got tested. Well, after I dropped off my mom, um, the second day, literally after the, after I dropped my mom, I went back home and I started feeling a bit like weird. And it's kind of and I'm like that's that's really weird. Like after I dropped my mom after the hospital, I started feeling funky. And the next day, I checked my temperature and it's like it's way above the norm. And I was like, all right, uh, well, here we go then. This is it. This is uh, this is the test now. Uh, Nigel sent me a text. He was like, "Yo, I'm, 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 I'm gonna die, dude." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was getting worried. I was like, "But, but I knew that you know, young people wouldn't get it. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. get severe." Yeah. Uh, so I went to the hospital, right? Well, it's actually and... not always necessarily the case. So, like some, young yeah, people... yeah. Some but anyway, it's kind of beside. It's besides the point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went to the hospital, right? And um, I immediately uh, went through the testing. I went the. They got blood from me. Not only a PCR test, they got blood from me, and wow. they also did an X-ray scan on my lungs, okay. um, which was kind of surprising because I thought oh, it was just PCR test. Yeah. Dude, oh my god, I hate PCR tests. Do you think that's because that, I got one today? It's <laughs> fucking. Uh, uh, I've never, oh, I've never had them. You don't so. want to. <laughs> it's they, not fun. They touch your throat through your nose. I'm just gonna put it yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. It's not. Uh, yeah. No, I hope to not get one. Like, luckily my. Where I, like I'm working, where I work is not going to require me to get one. Yeah. But I know, for example, like Ross, who at least no, you guys have both met Ross, Ross yeah. a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, uh, the people, the person that makes lunch, the like the lunches at his company got COVID. So every single yeah. person at the company had to get tested. So he usually had like a few because just because of his work, and he's yeah. been yeah. back to Ireland a couple of times as well. Uh, so yeah, like I, I hope to not have to get one. But if, if it was like, yeah, we're open, we're pretty sure it's safe, but you got to get tested. Like fuck yeah, I'll get tested. You know, like to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's just kind of I, I to be honest I would prefer to get you know uh, to get blood you know what I mean to, for for them oh, to get really? blood from oh, me. I, I really I don't really? I prefer that than PCR because it's so bad it's, it's fucking yeah yeah it's it's yeah. not I mean um, today I was lucky that I got like a guy who I don't know if he's just <laughs> if he's bad at his job or he's just really good but like he made it feel like less painful like he was gentle with you and in, in like when he did my throat it was like I didn't feel anything. The nose I always feel because like I have uh, I forgot I forgot his name sinuses so like I feel more like more stuff and my noses are sensitive but uh, yeah shout out to this guy I don't know what the fuck his name was uh, but <laughs> Stephen or Boss or yeah, generic Dutch name probably Timon or something yeah <laughs> Timon um, Almelo is his full name so uh, back to what I was saying so I got X-ray tested right and so I sat there waiting uh, with with a nurse and uh, who's also a friend of my mom's uh and i started looking around you know the hospital things weren't that filled up you know i thought because because in the news they were all like saying oh it's all dangerous and whatnot it's uh, and get, for reference it's Sofia, right so the capital yeah this is, Sofia. This is the, capital. Assume is the, the busiest place mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh so i went to uh one of the major hospitals called ukrajna it's ukrajna it's one of the uh oldest ones as well uh, and I wonder, it's like, it's not that packed as I thought it would be. You know, there's, I thought it was going to be like full of people like that. But no, like it, it was kind of chill. But after I got back home and like after three days, things got, it's, things started wor- getting worse. So I kind of yeah. like evaded that thankfully. But yeah. uh, either way, so I got x-ray scanned, right? And I was like, oh, I, I feel good. Like I just had a, like a small, small temperature and like, I, I'm kind of feeling better now. Literally a day after I saw that I had a above the norm temperature either way yeah. i get x-ray tested and they were like oh yeah you got a 
you got a pneumonia. <laughs> I was like, oh, sick, sick, cool, 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 sick, cool. <laughs> pneumonia, you said? Oh, that's like, uh, did yeah. you, how, like, was it the, <laughs> did you cough as well? Like, was it with? Yeah, I coughed. I coughed, okay. but it was super, it wasn't that a lot. You okay. Know? So uh, the, the doctor said it was like, like super early stages of uh, pneumonia. That's they, good. Here's a list of like 50 medicine that you have to drink now. And I was like, all right, six, six. Cool, cool. That's good. Like but crack, I got scared. I was like, crack cocaine, because <laughs> in the Netherlands they don't have the prevention, like they don't follow the prevention method. They follow the like just cure method. Like my dad called them a couple of days before uh, his cough got worse, and he said, you know, I have the cough. Can I at least just like see my lungs, and he's like, no, it's okay. The yeah. cough is normal. Normal symptoms. We're like, okay, cool. And then two days later, his cough was like so intense, we had to take him to the ER and. He got pneumonia, but thankfully he's now yeah. he's he's recovering he's from it. He's a lot it. better. Yeah, yeah, but like, but it, but he's not in the hospital, right? He's, he's no, 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 recovering no. From... He came back the same day, uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, like I don't understand. Like, there's probably some philosophy or mindset behind it, but the the Netherlands just takes too long to actually start curing. Uh, so I think uh, it's, the reason is because the hospitals are actually crowded here. Yeah, like with mm-hmm. COVID patients, they are actually, and they're trying not to because, like, indeed, in the last year, stuff like cancer treatments have slipped, mm-hmm. and they're trying not to have the, uh, co- like the casualty of having a bunch of people with COVID in the hospital, yeah, cause an increase in deaths from something like cancer, for example, which which has happened, like even the amount of people that have been screened for cancer issues has like severely dropped. Which means inevitably, like more people will die from cancer. Yeah. So I think even when you look at the total deaths as a result of COVID, it's going to be a whole lot higher from things like suicide and un- unseen stuff yeah, that would have sure. been seen through regular doctor checks as well, right? Yeah, for so sure. So I think the impact is a lot more severe than even what we see right now. Yeah, but but it's like I'm I'm trying to think even before, before COVID, it's kind of like the same situation, maybe less like waiting time, but uh, you know I think my dad had uh like pain in his head or something and he had to do like a scan but like this like when he had the pain and he went to the doctor and the doctor was like okay i referred you to this specialist in the hospital and the the scan came like uh like the appointment for the scan came like three weeks later really like that's like really opposite to the situation i've had in in netherlands so i uh i tore ligaments in my shoulder Mm -hmm. uh this is a pretty crazy story um kind of I can tell the whole thing, I guess, because uh, mm-hmm. I don't have a COVID story, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell this yeah. one. Um, so I was at rugby training, and I normal training, I, but I tackled this guy, um, and I he sort of slipped out from underneath me, and I drove my shoulder right into the ground. Yeah. Um, and th- this one actually, and then it got really, really sore. I had to stop. And our physio, this is the year, so we were in the third division, and then we won that season. We won, or the season later, we won the third division got promoted to the second, and then the second division, we had enough money to have physios there at every training. But before then, we only had physio, enough money to have physio there at one training for like 30 minutes before training to see people from the match previous week. Um, so he'd gone, so the only person there was like a trainer who was a personal trainer, like professionally, and he trained at the rugby club. So he knew kind of like about the bone structure and whatnot. So he just like put it in a small thing and was like, oh yeah, like, you're not in that much pain, doesn't seem too bad. But it was like pretty sore, but I was like, ah, oh, it's not that bad. So I chilled in the clubhouse because it was a rugby match on. I had some beers, the beers called the pain. Cycled home with one hand. Pretty chill. I mean whatever. That's a sign that you need to check it if you're 
Mm-hmm. Well, like because it was sore, because it was sore, right? But I was like, oh, I, my my thing was like, it's not too bad. It's sore to move. I'm gonna give it to the morning and see what happens. And if it's bad in the morning, I'll go to the the hospital. Okay. However, I get home. Uh, this was 2018. Uh, no, sorry, 20. It was just a uh, 2019. 2019. 2019. Twice. Yeah, no, pre-corona. Yeah. This is all pre-corona. It was pre-corona, but no, no, no. 2019. Could, could be early. No, no, could no, no, could no, no, be no. early 2019. I think it was early 2019. Doesn't matter. The sling. Right. No, it was 2019. Pardon me. Yeah. You know when I was in the sling, right? Yeah, yeah. 2019. Uh, 2019. Um, I get home that night. I'm just about to call into bed. I'm a little bit buzzed from the beers. I was there for like a few hours. And I get this text from my mom, my 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 stepdad's dad, who's my granddad, had died that night. Um, so then I'm like, well, like that that is a that is a really shittiest part of the story. But the point of the story is about my shoulder, so I'm not gonna delve too deep into like him dying. But nonetheless, they're in Ireland, so I had to. Uh, I woke up the next, so I booked a flight immediately for the next day, and then I went to sleep. Woke up the next morning, my shoulder was like completely fucked, like really fucked up even way more sore and stiff than it was the night before, but I had a plane to catch. So I went there, and then in Ireland, uh, funerals were like three-day things, and I got in the day before the funeral started, in the mid in the midday, so not, not enough time to see a doctor or anything. Yeah. It was sore, uh, but I was just dealing with, with the pain because it was like a lot more going on, and like emotionally, it wasn't feeling that bad because like, obviously I was upset, and everyone was upset. Yeah. But the funeral is like a three-day thing, so I get there on a Sunday. Monday is the first day of the funeral, Tuesday, Wednesday, so that's four, five days since it's happened. It happened Friday night, Saturday. Sorry, I got there Saturday. Sunday is the kind of pre- preparing for the funeral, which I had to help out with then. And uh, doctor's not open anyway. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, funeral. So it's been five days. I'm like, this is really sore right now. Like, I think I need to see someone about it. So I go to a doctor on Thursday. In Ireland, they send me for a scan. This comes back around to the Dutch healthcare system, by the way, yeah. trust me. Um, <laughs> Um, send me for a scan. I've fully torn one um, like ligament in my shoulder. One of them is strained. Interestingly, I didn't know about ligaments. Is once they're gone, they're gone. Like unless it's unless you're a professional sports person, they they won't put them back. Because there's no, they're not, they're they're needed. But like if sorry, so if they're all gone, they'll put it back. But if because you have two here, uh, one of mine was strained and one of mine was gone, they're like, yeah, if you're not a professional sports person, there's no point. Like it's a very risky, intense surgery that puts your body under a lot of pressure. Yeah. So if you're really not going to be using your shoulder in a big, significant way for the rest of your life, it's not needed if you have one ligament there. Is what they told me, at least. Um, so I got that scan, saw it, fucked up. I was flying back to the Netherlands on, on the on a Sunday, I think, So or a few days later. I go back there, I go to the doctor, I'm like, yeah, when I was in Ireland, I got this thing, they told me to go there. And I, have, I have another story about fucking the way the Dutch fucking work system with health works as well. I don't know about do with this. Um, so like, yeah, cool. Uh, just you the whole get... episode just talking shit about the Dutch about healthcare the system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, so I went to see the GP and then she was like, yeah, there's nothing I can do. Good that you let us know. Here's a document with an appointment on it. You can go anytime in the next month and a half between nine to five and you'll be seen. And I went there. I didn't have to book in a time. I was just like, just go there and they'll see you with this letter. So I went there, showed it to them. 15 minutes, they scanned my shoulder, told me I don't have to wear a sling anymore, and I got to leave. So, the so my, my experience is that it's really good because I just got to pick when I went, and <clears throat> that was it. <laughs> and I don't have special health insurance. I have the cheapest option, you know? So, Wait, What is yeah. the cheapest insurance? Like 100 a month. 
Um, but the government pay for it as well, so it's zero, really. But, yeah, yeah. Um, my thing about the, my thing about the, uh, and I am conscious for this segment dragging a bit, but the thing about the working thing was I got my shoulder done. I went because the train, my work, my old work was, was at a restaurant beside the train station. So when I got in, I was like, hey, uh, as you can see, this is fucked up. Here's a letter from my doctor in Ireland to say uh, I can't work for a while. I will get a letter from the Dutch doctor when I go see them. He was like, oh, no, you got to go to a special doctor. I was like, what? <laughs> he was like, you got to go to a specific doctor that we that yeah. we pay to decide if you can work. And I was like, what do you mean? Pay? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, that's kind, yeah. Of, that's kind of bullshitty. <laughs> um, he was like, yeah, that we, like, that hap- Happy Italy, so what's companies called Hire, uh, to go thing. And then I was like, okay, so, like, where is it? Like, what do I do? And he's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, two cities over. I was like, oh, my God. What? What? I had to go to Almelo de Riet, by the way, for oh, wow. Human mostly. Wow. Um, so I was like, okay, I was like, you guys going to pay for my train? He was like, nah. But if you don't, like, I was like, okay. Should have just uh, quit by, <laughs> like, at that point. Okay. But, uh, so I was like, what? I was like, I was like, okay, but, like, you know I'm scheduled in, like, now. Like, I obviously cannot come to work. Mm-hmm. And he was As like, you can yeah. see here, inside yeah. things are fucked up. Yeah. Just well, I had, a sli- I had a sling. I had a sling on. Just take out a... your shoulder. Oh, okay. You actually had a yeah. sling. Yeah. Just take it out. Like, so... hey, you can have my shoulder. You can see that I'm not fucking faking yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, but you can carry a tray with the one hand. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so anyway, I went to the doctor. It was fine. But it was just like a pain in the ass, like having to go there. And like, like I had a note from my, my own doctor. And like, you can see it's fucked up, you know, whatever. I don't know anything that was weird with this situation was I went to the doctor or whatever, he, and this is all that happened when I went there. It's like a 40-minute trip, really, because there's a walk as well when you get to the oh station. It's like 25 minutes. It's like 20-minute walk, right? So that's a quite a, that's, like, that's 45 minute one way. So it's quite a long trip. I go there. The fucking guy, I sit down. Don't take off my sling. I'm like, you need me to do anything stretch? He's like, no. He's like, what happened? I was like, oh, I tore a ligament. He's like, oh, yeah, you can't work. <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it is gonna do that. What the fuck is that about? You know? Oh so he's like, you'll have to come see me again in like uh, in five weeks. I'm gonna give you five weeks off, and then we can assess again, right? I was like, okay. I was like, but I'm not gonna come here again. Like, this is bullshit. He's like, uh, he was like, I think you might have to come here. I was like, no, just like, he's like, is it gonna be the same as it is now? And he's like, yeah, it'll be the same idea. I was like, okay, then just fucking call me. <laughs> just he, call me. He, I was like, if you schedule an appointment, I won't come. I was like, this job is not that important to me. He's like, okay, I'll ring you about it. It's fine. <laughs> Damn. So that stupid. is so weird. Why, why in Almelo, though? Like, I, I thought I no, said... Dude, why, like, do they they why do they have a separate doctor to verify that you can work yeah, or not? That's, 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 yeah, that's weird. Like, if I have a torn ligament, if I have a scan that you can look at the torn ligament, <laughs> if I have a letter from a regular doctor, who, to be <laughs> honest, probably has more fucking experience anyway because they're a regular doctor who doesn't just assess people if they can work or not. Like... You know, like come so on. His, his, I understand like the don't people forging it or whatever, so but he's not an actual like. Is he an actual doctor? or Is he just there to say I that think, he can work? Or he I think he's. I think he's an ar- he's an arbo doctor, which is what it's called. I don't know what it stands for. Okay. But I think all they do, all the, like they're qualified doctors, of course, right? Okay. I think all they do is assess people for work injuries. Okay. Wow. Because it's not like that. Happy Italy Arbo Doctor. It's like an Arbo Doctor company, and then they have a lot of companies that use them. It's fucking stupid. He's basically a real-life WebMD. <laughs> well, not even, because he just said he had to work. 
Well, if, I do, if I typed in, I typed in, I have to carry things at work, but I have a torn shoulder ligament. Can I work? It would say no, right? So yeah, maybe he's yeah. having. <laughs> yeah, so would be like, are you fucking stupid, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That was that was frustrating. But luckily now, like you know, there would be very few injuries that wouldn't be like abundantly obvious that I couldn't. Be, like if I was in like a a coma, obviously I couldn't do my job. But you know, yeah. I could probably still do my job one-handed. So if I tore ligaments, it would be okay. Oh but interestingly, I actually did do the project one-handed then as well. Yeah, I thought of a joke, but I don't know if I should say it. Uh, what was the joke, one? <laughs> Please share it. Imagine if like <laughs> Rob goes there, fucking old Stephen Hawking on a computer. <laughs> I just like hello. I cannot work, and they're like, <laughs> and they're like, oh, we can add an attachment to your chair. You yeah. <laughs> we, we we can have a connect to uh, when you move your uh, brain fucking cells, it can carry the plates. Uh, we can have it connect that when there's an order, it shocks you in the brain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, any any final thoughts on COVID? Um, I think we could probably talk about this in the next one as well, but it may be a bit more about like you know what we've been doing with lockdown and how we'll, like you know how we well, do. Basically, with it. I want to finish it off. It's just like no, no, no one's safe from COVID. I don't know why people. I think I think people shouldn't really look at the age group that much because I think it hits people differently. So it could also get young people. You know what I mean? I've also heard stories yeah. in Bulgaria that. People at 19 who are athletic and stuff like that die from COVID. Yeah. So for me, when I got pneumonia, I was like, shit's careless. I was like, pneumonia is like the, the last level, man. That's the boss level. I can get fucking hit right here. And I, w- the weirdest thing about me, because my experience with COVID was that I got, a, I got a high temperature. All right. The next day, I got pneumonia. All right. That's sick. Third, third day, no temperature. I'm like... Okay, that's weird. Fourth day, I start coughing. I'm like, sick. Is this going to be fucking pneumonia all day? Like, come at me. You know, I was like already, I was kind of feeling good because I didn't have the other symptoms. Mm-hmm. Cool. I start drinking antibiotics. I'm good. Uh, I got recovered from it like after two weeks. And then for some fucking reason, before I came to the Netherlands like two weeks ago, I lost my taste. I'm like, all right, sick. What the fuck is that? Like, yeah. I thought I should have been recovered. It's yeah, the, done. the virus is so fucking unpredictable. Like, there there are some That's people... That's the scary part. There are That's some the people who are still, like, fucking... There's also, like, a thing called long long COVID. And people, like, like just have the symptoms, like... But they gradually, like, fizzle out. But they have it for, like, more than six months. Yeah. Which is also, like, insane. And the more yeah. the most insane part about it is that doctors just don't know what the fuck to do about it. I was like... And like, and that's the other scary part. Yeah, like people are like, okay, why is this guy just like recovers in a week, and I have to sit for a second? They're like, we don't know. We literally don't know. So they're just, like that Tom and Jerry picture just, of like, so just like wear your fucking mask. It's like it's not just for you; it's also for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly. Yeah, I have a question for you guys, and I have an answer that I want to hear. All right. And I'm actually going to cut. We need to cut the segment out if you guys answer incorrectly. Okay. Are you going to get vaccinated when it's offered to you? Oh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. get vaccinated. Fuck yeah. yeah, dude! Can't wait to listen Spotify ads in my head. <laughs> yeah, me too, dude. I want to get it. I want to get chipped. Uh... Yeah, I'm gonna get. Well, <laughs> no, for real, though, for real, though, because there is actually people that think that's gonna happen, right? So that's wait, like, wait, 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 you mean that that it's gonna? I happen, think it's some like... sort of like control oh. system, like here's you know, they... here's my pitch. Here's my okay, pitch. Yeah. If they if the government is gonna control you. What makes you think that they didn't do that already? Like, what if they don't put all that shit in your drinking water? What makes you and, think that... Uh, there's also a yearly flu vaccine, you know? Yeah. 
Like, and I think to, to the people that say that think it's unsafe, like, okay, there's no super long-term studies done on this specific strain of this vaccine. Exactly. But so fair enough, there could be some long-term effects we don't know about. That's why at-risk groups like pregnant women, for example, are not being vaccinated now because generally vaccines have different effects. So they're the last group of people to get vaccinated because we will have you know roughly one to two years of evidence, and even then they might say let's wait. Yeah. Um, but for normal people, it shouldn't have any effects because it's a variant of a vaccine that's been in development for years. And the reason it's been so quick is twofold. Um, literally everyone wants to work on it. Like there's like any scientist, any doctor right now wants to work on this, wants to want it and wants to work on this vaccine because we really need it. Yeah. Second of all, every agency that would approve vaccines has put any other vaccine or medical thing on hold so they can get this done, the bureaucracy of it done as fast as possible. It's not overlooking tests. It's just that there's so much people working on it, that there's so much evidence that would normally take five to 10 years to collect that we can do in a matter of months because everyone's working on it. Yeah. And yeah. all the agencies, like, they, if, it, if a vaccine for COVID comes in, they drop what they're doing and every single person in the agency will work on seeing if it's safe enough to approve it. And if it is, they'll approve it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's just like it's, we live in this in this age of like, you know, it's some people think it's cool to like have conspiracy theories about anything. And don't get me wrong. I think I think we should um, question things that are handed to us. Of course. However, but you need to read the evidence and, and look at what the rational answer is. That's the problem. People do not read the evidence. They just think mm -hmm. and then they just read fucking WhatsApp groups and then that's that's their evidence. <laughs> So, I feel like, I don't know, have you guys sensed there's like a big shift to this exact conspiracy theories and a lot of political stuff is really getting into our, not only recommendations on Facebook, on YouTube, I feel like the end of 2020 or, or like, at least I think at least from the beginning of 2020, there's been a lot of... So I think the reason for that is, weird stuff. it's a couple of reasons because like, so you have the virus, which in my opinion, like should not be a political issue, but it is, so there's nothing we can do about it. It is a political issue. People yeah. are being judged on how they dealt with the virus, which, to be fair, they should be, but it shouldn't be made a political issue like it has been. Second of all, I think that's because you have the ending of probably the most controversial U.S. presidential yeah. uh, reign in history yeah. um, coming to an end, which was always, or, or either the, the, the tale was the start in the middle of the year, it's either coming to an end or it's going to continue for another four. And then the scary part of that was it could continue beyond you know, the four years, as yeah. I was hinted at. Um, and I think that's why we're seeing it so much because like, I think even if you think back to like 08 when Obama was getting in, there was probably as much buzz, but social media wasn't as big. So yeah, we, exactly. you wouldn't felt it in your daily life as much. But I think now just because Trump is so controversial and polarizing, not just in the US, just around the world as well, um, that it engaged people that wouldn't normally be engaged. And then obviously social media is just every day hitting critical mass yes yeah, and exactly and exactly when lockdown yeah. happened everybody's just <laughs> sitting in front of their laptops and shit but yeah exactly. dude, there was, i feel like there was a big boom in conspiracy theories and stuff like that it's so weird like recently they just the texas snow where people were like oh the snow is not melting they're putting up a lighter have you seen that video it's fucking oh, hilarious there, there, <laughs> some people are like making snowballs and then putting up a lighter and they they actually see dark stuff coming out of it that's fucking like mud. That's what came out of Randy. That's what came out of Randy Orton's mouth on Raw on Monday. <laughs> They're just and, people, mud. And, and yeah, and fucking conspiracy theories are saying, "Oh, the snow is fake. The snow is fake. <laughs> snow fucking, is it's fake. made out of aluminum. Uh, aluminum." Well, nobody's nobody's telling you to eat the snow. That's the thing. Yeah, I know, but 
it's weird. It's all and it's it's all and now we're seeing the we're seeing the effects of climate change, like a lot more now. Feel yeah, like. it's 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 just that everything is more is like more easily accessible than it was before. I think conspiracy theories have existed for like a long ass time, but the 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 difference is like we can like find it pretty much like in seconds. Like just yeah. Google anything. Fucking there was a remember the 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 Chuck E. Cheese conspiracy theory. Like what the fuck is that? Like it it became a fucking viral topic, and it's just what oh this just this slice of cheese is bigger than this slice of pizza. And like, oh. <laughs> it's it's just it's easy to I mean you it doesn't happen with everyone, but uh, if you get like sm one smart person who knows how to like just talk shit and like look that he knows what he's talking about, then like it's easy to fool like just a number of people that are easily uh like you can make an impression on them easily and then it's just mm -hmm. yeah that's that's yeah. just that's just the, the 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 dark side of social media i guess i think i think 2020 has been a, the height of misinformation like yeah. a big peak of just people but i think that's like... not i think that is like also falls onto yeah like i think the message hasn't always been clear from from world governments as well about what is the what the idea is you know i think it's pretty clear now what what you should do mm -hmm. yeah in the in the with the regards to the pandemic but specifically in the beginning and you can't necessarily place the blame on them but um i think the problem is no one knew at the time but the, the message from the government seems uh pretty sometimes unclear and inconsistent like i think one weird thing with the rollback measures in the netherlands now um, is like if you're under 27, you can do sports with the yeah, team. Yeah, that was I, I was like, like that's a super random. Like I think this is stuff like this gives people that believe in the real wacky conspiracy yeah. theories some sort of like validation because to an objective person that doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, if you were like oh younger than 40, you're like oh okay that adds up. You know, like I was like at least when, when you're getting about 40, you're kind of nearing the risk categories, but like 27. At least tell us why is that? Why it's twenty seven? Yeah. yeah, I think the message could be clear. I didn't even and like know about it, could it until be, yesterday. I think an idea I have about it is what well, it was announced yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think maybe it's to limit numbers in, in a certain way, but that is maybe not the most effective way to do it. So, so for that is one example of the message being very unclear and seeming pretty nonsensical uh, yeah. to the average person, and it's because. But we're not. We don't have all the data. We don't have all the stats. We don't have all the insights from the medical officers. You know, mm -hmm. there probably is a reason. But if you're already in that mindset of doubt everything, rather than look at what's happening and then pick what to doubt, yeah. that's going to just send alarm bells in your head exploding. So I can sort of empathize with the people that are thinking that way, but I can't agree with what they think for the most part. Yeah. But not that I would disagree with everything. I would, you know? Like I think until mm -hmm. today, uh, the Netherlands doesn't. Uh, publicly state how many people have recovered from coronavirus. Even if you look it up on Google, it just says how many people are uh, think has the, had the virus and how many people died. But when it's recovered, it's just like a dash. And they they explain that by saying that uh, the reason they don't know is because they do not call people and ask them if they recovered. Which I mean, I don't know how to feel about that, but like at the same time, you should at least have some sort of. A, you can make an estimate of the numbers of people that have died and, and, and had it. Because right? I was, yeah, yeah, because I was like, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, at the beginning of lockdown, I was like, okay, maybe it makes sense. It's like too hectic for them. But now it's like, I think now they're like, there's more organization than it was before. 
and there's more room to for them to know how to get these this information and just because like just look it up on google you'll never see how many people recovered which that's the thing that got me really scared because I, I was like what the fuck like no one is recovering at all in the netherlands and then i just looked it up and it's because just the government doesn't want to say how much mm -hmm. for some reason Either way, I think, especially in the latter half of, of 2020 and 2021, the Dutch government is, is handling themselves fairly well uh, these days. I think at yeah. the start, the, the, the strategy at the start was pretty unclear and inconsistent. I think that's partly due to the attitude of, of a lot of Dutch people, mm -hmm. and the government knows that, uh, I think, and this is not a bad thing, that Dutch people probably can't be 100% told to do something. They need mm -hmm. to want to do it. Yeah. So it's not a bad thing. This is just the attitude of, in my from my perspective of the nation, and that's very clear when they put the lockdown in and riots happened, which was incredibly stupid. And I think we, that's a whole bucket of words yeah. to get into. Yeah. Um, but I think they've been a lot firmer in their stance of these are the measures adhere to them. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. So we can do this. And even in these recent measures, they said this is not necessarily the best thing for public health, but we empathize with the fact that it's really tough to have to stay inside all the time. So we're going to roll things back. Yeah. Please be responsible. If you're not responsible, we're going to have to go into a tougher lockdown again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I read some rumors that there's a, a third wave happening in the Netherlands. I'm not sure about it. Yeah, that, that's what, no, that is what the government says. And they basically said it's risky what we're doing, opening stuff up. Yeah. But we understand that we need to strike a better balance because, like we talked, touched on a bit earlier with regards to cancer treatments, which is not going to come up from this thing, but I think suicide is also another thing yeah. that these rolling back these measures could help with. Yeah. The effects we can't quantify now because we're in it. It'll be a year's time before we're able to see, well, suicide rates increase by... X amount. I'm not going to speculate. Yeah, but they definitely. I imagine they have increased. Yeah, eighty percent of young people are suffering from burnout, and that's how we're going to finish this podcast, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we can finish on something a bit lighter. Uh, I think we can talk about. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, next time we can talk a bit about our experience with with the lockdown and sort of what we've been doing to yeah to cope with it a bit more. I think that could be interesting. Uh, I think the last thing I want to say on COVID is please listen to whatever your your government is saying, um, and of course, if what your government is saying, uh, go out and party, even though there's a lot of cases, then don't listen to them and stay inside. But for the most part, just follow the measures, uh, write it out. Wear your fucking mask. Wear your mask. Get vaccinated. I'm not going to put a muzzle, brother. <laughs> get, You're muzzling our freedom of speech. Get vaccinated when it gets offered to you. And uh, well, hopefully by the end of the year, we can get together for Christmas and uh, have, a good, have a good New Year's Eve party as well. And if yeah. that happens, live podcast in a theater. You guys are all invited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and by you guys, I mean like Rob and Nigel. It's yeah, not, exactly. It's not nah, an open fuck invitation. You, fuck you people. Like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be near you guys before COVID, right? So. Uh, all right. I, I noted that one thing that came up that I wanted to touch back on, maybe a lighter note. Uh, Raycon. Hit me with it. Lots of stories. What's the story with Raycon, dude? I just know that Ray J is, has started. Ray J, Ray J owns Raycon, or yeah, that's why it's called Raycon because you know. Yeah, it makes J. sense, but uh, so uh, <laughs> for guys, who, for people who don't know, which I will find it bizarrely, yeah. bizarrely weird. Uh, Ray J is the the reason why Kim Kardashian rose to fame because they filmed uh, a a pee pee poo poo video together, a, sen a sensual video, <laughs> an intimate an intimate love. But did he, so, like, obviously what happened after that was uh, this site called Gawker got a, a hold of it and released it uh, behind a paywall. So they made a lot of money from it. Yeah. And then Kim Kardashian sued, and that's kind of the basis of her, her fame. is the She was famous based on the 
Yeah, the, the, the controversy. Um, her she was already pretty wealthy. Her dad was Robert Kardashian, who represented OJ. Pretty wealthy lawyer, but the money they got from that settlement of the of the video uh, was really what pushed her personal wealth up yeah. and allowed her to. And I mean, fair play to her. She started a lot of really successful businesses from from a, like, yeah. what I think a lot of people would consider a dark spot in in, in her life. And yeah, yeah. So fair yeah. play. But I'm curious if Ray J also got some money out of that because he's in the video too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not sure I haven't looked him up, but you know he's you know when you watch YouTube videos and some people are like oh this video is sponsored by Raycon just know that Ray J is behind his all his all this and uh, yeah I just I just thought it's funny I don't know why uh, but that's that's pretty much it Ray J please sponsor us guys we we, we love as you yeah. can see two out of three I'm wearing people, Raycons right now two out of three people are love like earbuds so like just just just. Just give it to us, bro. They're 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 hidden inside inside the inside they're deep inside inside the they're, they're, caps. This is the new Raycon Nano. Yeah. You cannot see it from my hair, but it's in there. It's like the Nigel. Fucking... Nigel has the the pee, the pee, pee Nano as well. It's like the the. <laughs> oh, uh... oh shit! My headphones. My headphones stop working, guys. <laughs> See, that's, know, that's, 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 why, that's probably that's a good point to probably uh, to see probably guys, call it, right? That's why that's why you need to buy Raycons. Raycons, because they Ray don't. J. They... Listen, if if we get a thousand likes, we will release Ray J's new sex tape on our channel. If we get a thousand likes, we're gonna buy Raycons for ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> God, we're gonna have to do a lot of shit, man. We got an OnlyFans. If we get a hundred subscribers, if we get, video, 10... uh, what else we gotta do? But, oh. Your mic went out. Yeah, your mic is out, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we gotta start an OnlyFans. We gotta fucking what else? Oh, uh, yeah. If we get a thousand subscribers, we gotta do nude photos. <laughs> One hundred, we gotta do nude photos. Oh, by the way, sponsored by Discord. Yeah. Um. I was gonna say. I was gonna say, if we get ten views, we're opening Fire Festival too. Yes. And we're gonna do it so, in Enschede, in the fucking <laughs> the lake. Willem Willing. What is the name yeah, of the park that we went to? Uh, Rutzbeek. Yeah, we're gonna do it in Rutzbeek, Enschede. Uh, um. <laughs> but uh, seriously, though, I think this is an interesting discussion. Like, uh, how long have we been going? Like an hour forty now? An hour thirty. Ah, we got time. Keep it under two. Um, <laughs> the bumper edition season one premiere uh, season two season two well definitely this is kind of season three if you if you take Did you actually like, say you know, season one premiere <laughs> if we take like the boss period as, as a as we'll take that the as the pilot we'll take that as the pilot that was no, the these pilot are the prequels I, yeah pilot. The, All right, the prequels that was uh that was the, the darker and then uh and then Rory and Owen kicked off the the light era. I think yeah, Bus was the prequel, and then Rory, uh, Owen and Rory was uh, the, uh, the like the the awkward spinoff, and then yeah. Nigel came off for like season like, one. Yeah, like uh, Rory and Owen are like the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like now we're in the era where Ashton Kutcher joins to an half man. No, that was a shitty era though. Like this is gonna be <laughs> no. this is the bumper edition. This is like. This is like Office Season 2, you know? This is Danny DeVito joining It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Exactly. It's Danny DeVito joining It's Always Sunny. 
it's the office season two when they stop trying to mirror the, the British one. They do their own shit. It's fucking. Um, it's the Attitude Era. It's fucking. <laughs> what else? What else we got here, boys? It's it's the moment that the moment you pinpoint Walter White turning into Heisenberg. <laughs> <laughs> It's season two. We're gonna have. Maybe we can get some guests. We're, we're working remote now. Maybe we can get Oliver back on and have an actual catch up and a podcast catch up. Because we haven't spoken to him since the last podcast. I haven't spoken uh, genuinely. I haven't spoken to him since summer. July. Yes. Yeah, no. Yeah, July. I think. Or yeah. June, even. I don't know. No, just summer. Maybe we can get some guests. Maybe uh, Mark Skipper. Don't at me. <laughs> We have been we have been promising Mark since the first episode of Yeah. I think we could get some people we should get some people because we have, we never had a really anyone except for Oliver, right? We should yeah. get random people. But yeah. Oliver, I don't know. Oliver is like uh what, what was his name? The guy who does uh fuck the guy who does Trump on SNL. Alec Baldwin. Yeah, he's the Alec Baldwin of, of the <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh, there's, there's I don't know. Speaking, you, of, you guys... speaking of SNL and Oliver, just gonna yeah, leave it there. Rec- yeah, no, just gonna true. leave it there. But I think we should do a re-record though, because I think the the current cast has gone down in my estimation since then. You know. So we did a uh, we did a, a like a, we were planning to do a two part podcast. Uh, well, we're doing two part because the first part was so fucking long already. <laughs> and we only got I think we got to like Eddie Murphy was like the yeah. first person we actually knew. So. Uh, where are we gonna uh, tier list every SNL cast member ever? Uh, and that happened before the lockdown, and ever since we just couldn't do part two. So I think we're just gonna remake part one. So, and so we I do kind of actually want to suggest we steal a we steal a segment from the Cultaholic podcast. Uh, come on. Which, which uh, I, I want to steal the Hall of Fame, but people don't vote, and we just decide because we don't have any people to watch. And eventually, if we get people to actually watch, we uh, how about we, we just, let them vote? On we it. just do Hall of Shame, and then we just put the people that we hate the most, the past most in there. Mm. That could be good. That's a good spin, actually. Yeah, I don't have anyone this week though, really. Well, I have one, and it's called. Okay. Nigel, do you understand the, the concept? Nope. All right, so here's yeah, what we're gonna. So every. Every week, we'll, so you gonna do Hall of Fame or let's do Hall of Fame? I think it's because we can we can spin the Hall of Fame into a Hall of Shame later. Yeah. All right. Okay. So basically, every week you just nominate something that you want to be put into the Game City Podcast Hall of Fame. It can be a person. It can be anything. And then you anything. give like a re- and you give like why it should be in the Hall of Fame, and then we'll we'll all give an argument, and then we'll decide what goes in. But it could be anything, like even an event, whatever. Even you can be like yeah, like fucking Pringles, because this week I had a lot of Pringles. Basically, <laughs> something better than that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you started. We'll do this. Is this is season two? The first real segment. Hall Wait, of are we actually starting now. Wow. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's how we. Right. That's how organic we are, guys. We'll we'll, we'll wrap the podcast we just, on Hall of Fame every week. We just come up with an idea and we start implementing and we immediately. just do it. Just do. It. Just do it. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna simp here a bit and my oh, Hall, yeah? of, Hall of Fame of. Uh, I mean, the first Hall of Fame is just a show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, so for Rob, I've been like a, mentioning to him a lot about it and just like fucking fangirl, fangirling about it a lot. Um, and I know it's kind of obnoxious, but 
Uh, the show has 14 seasons, which can turn off a lot of people, but actually it does not drop in quality at all. And if you stick around until at least season 12 and you watch the finale of season 12, and if you don't cry real tears, I don't know what's wrong with you, bro. Uh, look it up. It's called, even if you just want to watch it out of context, it's pretty good. It's called Mag Finds His Bride, His Pride, sorry. Look it up, watch it, and then send me a picture of you crying on... Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we'll put it on our OnlyFans. On Tinder. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That's a... That's a solid, uh, solid argument, but I'm going to go for a more general one. And yeah. I think, uh, I think because if we have time to prepare for the next one, like we can, uh, we'll have more time to come up with more specific ones to that month yeah. slash week. Yeah. But I'm going to nominate Homer Simpson because he's the greatest cartoon character of all time. Cool. Why do you think so? Well, okay. So I think just in the dynamic of the Simpsons is a very interesting transition that happens to every, at least young boy. Mm-hmm. that watches Simpsons from when they're a kid to when they, they grow up. So I think when you're a kid, you always think Bart is the funniest and best character because he's like, oh, I want to be like Bart, whatever. And then just at a certain point, you're just like, it's Homer. <laughs> like Homer is the main... Like, I think everyone thinks Bart's the main character when they're a kid, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But eventually, like, you go back and you watch episodes, you're like, no, it's Homer. Like, I relate to Homer. He's a, he's a good... Like, he's just such a lovable idiot. Like, he's so... Like, I think... Uh, when you look at something like Family Guy, they have a really similar character. Like, Peter Griffin and Homer Simpson are really similar. Mm-hmm. And Peter Griffin's a parody of Homer Simpson, like, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of what Peter Griffin does comes across as, like, nasty, you know? Like, <laughs> it's, it's selfish. Like, it's more selfish. Than it's Homer selfish. And, and, like, he he does it out of... Ba- he has a bad intention when he does it, you know? Like, yeah. I think Homer is, is always trying to do something good, you know? He's always trying to... Well, he thinks he's the right thing for his family... Like and like it's just he's just and and that because he's not the brightest person it's uh it like it works and it creates funny situations i think the and the times when they play with his morality like for example there's the episode where he uh, with mindy where they go to capital city and maybe he's thinking about cheating on marriage and then eventually he doesn't but like that makes the stakes so much higher because like you're so invested and you're like no like i feel like i'm homer like i could be this guy and he's gonna like fucking go and do this to marriage, who's like an amazing wife, right? I, and I think it asks some fascinating questions as well as well. The Simpsons are just the greatest animated show of all time, but he is probably, I would say, the premium top tier animated character and and America's greatest dad. <laughs> hey, what happened to that show, American Dad? Are you still going? Maybe. <laughs> In Cleveland, we had a, we had the Cleveland show. Oh. There's also another show made by Matt Groening or oh, shit, I don't know how to pronounce Future it. Futurama. No, no, no. The, this uh, Disenchantment. Oh yeah, the first season is pretty. The first season is pretty good. The second one is kind of. Uh... Mm. There is actually. Anyway, Nigel. There's there's an cool. animated series on Netflix. As I forgot to say, I think it's called Balls. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's about like uh, about uh, pee pee and poopy. <laughs> basketball, uh, like high school uh, basketball. Basketball high school, <gasps> high school trainer. That it's is about a, it's about a racially ambiguous basketball player from Bulgaria. Wait, 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 what's it called? What's it called? I think Oops. it's called Balls. 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 Might as well have you ever seen Mr. Woodcock? No. It's a, like a teen comedy about a basketball coach. What the fuck was it? No, basketball. what? Mr. Woodcock. Series. Netflix. While well, Humama's finding this, Nigel, what is your Hall of Fame nomination for this? Oh, month? it's called Hoops. Hoops. Yeah, Stop. I heard it wasn't that good. 
Actually, is it actually good? It was it was pretty entertaining, starring my boy Jake Johnson, aka Peter Peter B. Parker. So mm. uh, he's he's always a a Charlie character, a, a yeller. Just uh, mm -hmm. if you guys know who Charlie Day is, just look him up as well. He's just that character. The man, the man whose character is shouting. <laughs> of course not. Of course <laughs> not. Anyway, uh, Nigel, what's your Hall of Fame nomination? Uh, okay, it's gonna be Disco Elysium. So Umam, Umam gifted me the game Disco Elysium. Out of, such a good out of game. kindness, just to be clear. Out, uh, of, out kindness. of kindness, yeah, yeah, because he's a good friend. Um, uh, it's a very good game. I really recommend it to anyone that wants to just relax and have a fun puzzle, point and click, uh, with a very nice uh, world, interesting lore. Very chill. Makes me sleepy because there's a lot of reading in this game, but super entertaining. Recommended. That's, Whole thing. Yeah, that's the the only thing that is kind of throwing me off. Not because I hate re reading, but like I just feel now I don't. It's have, too much. I don't have the attention span to just sit down and read. Exactly. It, it's a little bit too much. It's a little mm -hmm. bit too much of reading. Not a lot of doing, but it's super fun. Like just to explore the world and just listening and just story wise. It looks pretty interesting. I I, I want to check it out someday. Uh, but now my the next yeah. game on my radar is Ghost of Tsushima. I want to oh. get that done. Because I just finished The Last of Us Part Two, I have some thoughts about it, uh, but maybe that's for another we'll talk podcast. about that later. For another podcast, uh, but yeah. Okay, so we have our three nominees. How do you guys want to sh shoot this? Because the way they do it on Cultaholic is people vote, but I don't think we can rely on people to vote at the moment. <laughs> uh, particularly with, especially with this uh, coming back and like you know zero people can watch this realistically. So, so wait, they vote the on which one actually goes to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. I think all of them are in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, because no. we're, we're all inclusive, all winners. guys. This is our, this is our so, competition. No, no, we gotta vote. We gotta we got vote. We gotta vote. No, we we just, vote. like, random picker or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> So, hold on. Were you, uh, were you nominating the specific episode of the show? Uh, that's a good question, actually. Um, I would say the whole the whole show. But in case you feel turned off by how many episodes there are, just that episode. What are you nominating? What are you nominating? The show. The whole show. The show. Yeah. I will go for Always Sunny over my pick. Then. Okay. Nigel? I'm choosing the game. You still lose because it's two to three, I guess. Right? <laughs> two to one. What the fuck is this shit then? Wait, you can't. We're going to vote. Just fucking. How about, how about you don't vote for your own thing? Then we're going to get caught in the three way tie every week. All right. I, I choose uh, Always Sunny and Phil because. Uh... Wait, no, no. I choose Homer Simpson because I agree with Rob said. He's a very lovable character. And for me... Except for that Halloween episode where he tried to kill yeah, his but family. The Treehouse of Horror don't count. Yeah, so... All right. Uh, well, for me, I'm biased. I'm going to choose It's Always Sunny because, guys, you need to watch it. Hey, you cannot vote for your own thing, right? No, no. We just said no. <laughs> All right, we got to develop a better system to do this. So I will agree with you this week. All three in the Hall of Fame to get a, a solid base. <laughs> we have decreed it, and we'll come up with a better system. Maybe what we could do here's an idea: we we just individually put them on our in, our Instagram uh, stories, or so, or one of us puts it on our Instagram story every week. Okay. For as a poll, right? There you go. But this week to get the Hall of Fame as a solid base, we'll put all three in. All right. So your first. Monthly Hall of Fame inductees are Homer Simpson. It's always funny, funny in Philadelphia. Always <laughs> funny in Philadelphia. It's always funny in Philadelphia. 
it's always funny. <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Disco Elysium. Let's get some nice graphics on screen. Can you make a Hall of Fame graphic? We have each. Uh, Go for it. Have fun. Hall of Fame. Yes. No, no, no. I mean, not live. It's fine. I mean, in the edit. In the edit. I'm just going to play the, the, the Hall of Fame song by the script. Just well, if you put, want it, to put, it, put it really loud and just like it's, it's like over yeah. our voices and we're just talking. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. So that was episode one, season two of the GMCT podcast. And uh, 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 thank you guys for watching yes. along, for listening. Uh, hopefully, with time progression, I'm going to be better at being the Jamie. Uh, but uh, I hope, well, me and I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, also, hopefully, uh, pending some discussion and some government rollback of measures, we will be able to do a in person and possibly live streamed podcast. Yes, for only in the next one person in, in the next uh, month or or so, next two months. Sorry, yeah, or so. Yeah, so you know, Dutch government, we've given you enough time. Make up. We've you listen. The ball. Listen, everyone wants it. The ball's in your court, and you saw what happened in Eindhoven a couple of weeks ago. So. <laughs> Jesus, I can't wait for the can't wait for the FBI to come in, fellas. <laughs> Expect some uh, guests. <laughs> I didn't say anything. I'm not connected to these guys. All right, I'm gonna steal a, a saying from my mentor of my company. I'm not. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, stay no, safe, everyone. Saying, stay safe. Stay sound. Please subscribe. Uh, follow us on the links in the description. There's gonna be a bunch of them this week. Uh, and also uh, make sure you follow me because I'm going to be posting the polls for the Hall of Fame for so you can actually have a hand in choosing what the fuck goes into the Hall of Fame. If even the segment, if we, we even remember the segment next week. I will remember the segment or next, next month. month. Next month. And we will see you with uh, possibly some another video. Well, when are we uploading this? We're going to make a commitment to a date. Give me the date, the day, and the time. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so to end this in true uh, GMCT fashion, Rob, give us your scream. I can't. Can I? It's late. Give us, <laughs> give us a light one. OG fans, we're ending season two, episode one, like we started season one, episode one. It's all a full circle. Bye. <laughs>